Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I am your host, Nikki. I am a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. If you already follow me on Instagram, hello. If you don't, don't forget you can follow me at justget.fit. And if you're ever interested in joining my members area, getting access to my workouts, my live workouts, or any of my recipes, you can sign up to join my fit fam by going to justget.fit forward slash stronger. Just search that. And if you've got questions, slide into my DMs, ask away. Now let's get started with our actual topic today. And that is addressing the, I'd say daily question I get of, do I have to give up insert favorite food or drink here in order to get results and to see progress? And believe it or not, I am not an all or nothing nutrition coach. I'm not someone who tells my clients they can't have wine, they can't have cake. In fact, I'm probably the voice of reason more often than not, because what I've learned through my own experiences and from coaching hundreds of women is that it's so important to make sure that what you're doing is sustainable. Because sure, you can cut out desserts, you can cut out sugar, You can cut out carbs. You can cut out eating out and alcohol. And yeah, your body will change. But at what cost? Are those things sustainable? Is removing all those things still make your life enjoyable? Do they make your meals enjoyable? Do they make you a happier person? And this is why I really hate the all or nothing approach. I hate people coming to me and saying, my, you know, personal trainer told me I can't eat this. Or they said that if I really want to see changes, I can't do that. And these are the things that stick with us long term. What doesn't stick with us is someone going, hey, fruit's really good with you. What sticks with us is someone going, fruit's terrible. You shouldn't eat fruit. It's a carb. Oh my gosh, all that sugar. I'm like, what about fiber? What about nutrients and vitamins? What about that it's a great low calorie snack? It's really, really easy for people to demonize food and to make you feel badly for enjoying different things. And that's problematic because those are the things that we hold on to. And those are the things that impact us long term. If no one ever told you carbs were bad or you should eat low fat or high fat, what would you likely eat? And I know people just want to be told what to eat. They're like, just tell me, what do we eat? Make me a meal plan. But realistically, most people aren't successful with meal plans because long term, someone's not going to always tell you what to eat. If you don't plan on following a meal plan for the next, you know, for the rest of your life, At some point, you're going to need to learn to meal plan. At some point, you're going to decide what you need to eat. And so it's really important that you learn the skills you need in order to move forward and to build a lifestyle that is sustainable and that feels sustainable. And that means learning to incorporate foods you love. Can you have wine? 
Absolutely. But things that I ask my clients are, and this is not with regards to just alcohol, this is regards to, you know, going YOLO on the weekends and thinking I'm going to eat anything and everything. And, you know, it's my cheat day. I can just do whatever I want. Or, you know what, I really like to have three or four glasses of wine every Friday. Is that holding me back? And so I want to go over a couple questions that I ask my clients to think about and reflect on. Because the reality is, there's going to be so many different things that work really well for me and things that won't work for someone else. If you tell me I absolutely have to do this and there's no other way, well, what if it doesn't work for me? This is why it's really important to make sure that your approach is sustainable. And so the questions I like to ask people include things like, well, how does that work for you? And if you're asking about, you know, snacking, you know, is snacking bad for me or is wine bad for me? My question is, how does what you're currently doing work for you? Is what you're currently doing helping you? Or is what you're currently doing hindering your progress? What do you think? And this is where you really need to be honest with yourself. If you can't be honest with yourself, you certainly cannot expect anyone else to tell you what the right answer is. Now think about the next question. Is what you're currently doing helping you work towards your goal? Okay, now what about are you willing to make a change if you're not getting closer to your goal. Now I'm pausing and stopping because I want you to think about this. If what you're doing right now isn't helping you work towards your goal, well, then you need to acknowledge that first and foremost. And then you need to decide if a change is possible and if it's worth your time and effort. Some people go, oh, huh. Well, I don't really want to give that up and I don't really want to change that. So maybe this isn't what needs to change. Maybe it's something else. Now, my other question is, what might that change look like if you're willing to make one? Because remember, it shouldn't be all or nothing. It's not the, can I have wine or can't I have wine? It's not the, can I snack or shouldn't I snack at all? There are going to be scenarios where, yeah, a glass of wine, perfect. Enjoy it. Have it with a meal, special celebration, you know, Friday night, whatever it is. But if it's something where you're having it every single day and every time you have it, you find yourself getting a little snacky in the pantry and eating all the things, well, then maybe that one glass of wine is actually hindering you in a much bigger way. Now that might be a really big extreme, but what I am trying to say is sometimes we think, oh, that one little thing isn't a big deal. So another example might be like, oh, I'm really bad at eating my lunch. I just get so busy at work. I totally forget to eat. And we're like, well, that's not really a huge deal. But then if I say, well, what happens when you don't eat lunch? What happens in the evening time? And you go, oh, well, I go home and I eat absolutely everything I can find and as much food as possible because I'm so hungry. Okay. 
Well, there you go. That's kind of the, the repercussion to skipping lunch, right? It's not that the skipping lunch was the end of the world, or it's not that the glass of wine was the problem. It's what happened after. So sometimes one action leads to another action. And that's not to say it's the case for everyone, which is why I also am not someone to say this is the answer always. What's going to help you thrive and feel successful is going to be dependent on you as a human being, on your personal preferences and how you respond to things. And so taking the time to be reflective, to ask yourself, is this helping? Is this working? How does this make me feel? Does this have consequences? Am I okay with those? No one knows the answer except you. And so no, I don't think you have to give anything up. I'm a big believer in moderation. I'm a big believer in honoring your cravings, including foods you love. And I think this can absolutely be done. But in order for us to enjoy things in moderation and not to binge, we need to learn that it's not all or nothing. It's not, you know, eat no cake or eat all the cake. It's what can I do to find that middle ground where, oh, cake, that sounds good. I'd really like a piece right now. I'm going to enjoy it. And then I'm going to move on. Because most of us tend to ride that all or nothing wagon. And we think, okay, in order for me to get results, I need to be extreme. And that's not the answer. It's not the answer, at least if you want long term results. And sure, maybe your results aren't going to win you some eight or 12 week transformation challenge. But if you end up in a better place with food, a better place with your body, if you are no longer binging, restricting, yo-yo dieting, or feeling really crappy about eating, I'd say that's a huge win. I'd say that's a victory. So no, you don't have to give anything up. Sure, it can be great to learn about portion size. Sure, it's really important or helpful to learn how to read a nutrition label. What's in a serving size? It's helpful to learn, you know, what's protein? What are protein sources? Why is that important to include at different meals? How is that going to help me? Whether it's, you know, vegetarian protein or meat-based protein, what is sustainable for you and what can you keep up with long-term? Because it's not all or nothing. And I say that over and over because I want that to sink in. It's not just eating apples and vegetables all day long. It's including foods you love. It's doing things that allow you to enjoy a moment, build a memory, and not be stressed out about the food sitting in front of you. But that takes time. So think about what is working for you. Think about what isn't working for you. If you're willing to make those changes, and you know what? If you're not willing to make those changes, well, then stop complaining. And I I say that with all the love in the world, because sometimes it's just really not a problem. It's not something you need to worry about and just, just let it go. Because there's nothing worse than being the person that says, oh, I just can't do it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, what did you try? How can I help? Oh, well, I don't know. It just didn't happen for me. 
okay, well, did you try to make a plan to make it easier or to set yourself up for success? Well, no. Well, then how can you expect anything to change? If you want change to happen, you need to do something differently. You cannot expect to get different results by doing the same thing over and over. That's literally madness. And so it's really going to take time and energy to get to where you want to be likely. And that's okay. I think we live in a time where we're told things are easy. You can do this. Not a problem. But honestly, some things aren't easy. And a lot of things take a lot of time and often a lot more time than we realize. We are used to, you know, Amazon Prime. We're used to one day shipping. We're used to things being delivered instantaneously. And we want things right away. I know if I like send an email to myself, I was like, it's been five seconds. Where is it? And that's how a lot of us feel about fitness and nutrition. We want those results yesterday. We just started, but we want them already. Why isn't it working? I had a salad. Where are my abs? Huh? Why hasn't the scale gone down? I've had, you know, two salads in two days. Take a step back. Assess what's working for you and what isn't working for you. And I want to bring something up because I just absolutely love this. I had a client check-in call today and she said, when I'm at work today, I'm going to, you know, make a little list and make some notes about what some of my nutrition roadblocks are. And then I'm going to make some plans about what I think I can do to overcome those. And I was just like, jaw dropped. I'm like, yes, yes, like 100 million times. Yes, this, this is what I want for you. This is what I want to hear people saying. I'm going to make a note and figure out what's holding me back. And then I'm going to make a plan for those things. And I know sometimes you hear someone say that and you're all like, yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. But we rarely actually follow through and do those things. I know I wasn't someone I'm, I was the person who I'd asked for advice. Someone would tell me what to do. And then when I didn't like their answer or I thought it was too hard or it would take too long, well, then I would just Google something else and I'd find a different way of doing it. And I spent so many weeks and years trying to find a quicker and faster way that if I had just actually put the work in initially and done things properly instead of trying to take shortcuts, I would have actually achieved what I had been working towards. And I'm talking about nutrition, I'm talking about health, where I'm like, okay, someone says, follow a workout plan. Your best bet is to follow a program, stick to it for, you know, eight to 12 weeks, and wait for the results, be patient. And I'm like, wait, but, but that's like eight to 12 weeks. Couldn't I just like not eat and just have vegetables and salad? Wouldn't that be faster? Sure. Maybe initially, it might be faster. But is it enjoyable? Is it healthy? Is it good for your mental and physical well-being? No. So taking the time to ask yourself these questions is important. It really is key in moving forward. And to remind yourself that it's not all or nothing. You don't have to give things up. If something's not working, why isn't it working? 
ask people around you. I'm like, I'm someone who has no problem giving, you know, feedback or general questions, helping without helping with those things. But most people just say, oh, this isn't working. And when you ask them, like I mentioned already, what have you tried? There's no answer. You have to try something. You have to advocate for yourself for a change to happen. Because, you know, even if I take your hand and hold it and, you know, feed you everything you're supposed to eat and, you know, drag you to my workouts, you're not really going to be learning for yourself or figuring out what works for you unless you're actually thinking about what's working for you, asking yourself those questions. So stop skipping the little steps that add up to where you want to be. Put in the work, take the time. It's meant to be a journey. It's not meant to be a race. If you want to build healthy habits and you want to learn how to incorporate things you love, you got to put some effort in and you got to figure out how you're going to do that. What's your plan for this week? I literally want you to think about one of your biggest challenges right now. What's your biggest nutrition or exercise challenge that you just feel stuck with? Now, I want you to get a piece of paper and I want you to think of one or two things that you've done in the past to try to overcome this challenge. If there is no one or two things that you've done to overcome this challenge, well, then you can skip this step. But don't complain about it because if you haven't put any work, you don't get to complain about something not working. And the second part of this is I want you to make a list of one or two things that you are going to try this week for the rest of this week and maybe even next week that will help you with this challenge. Whether it's snacking, whether it's cravings, getting your workouts in, getting your steps in or your water in. If you have a problem you need to look for solutions. And I say this with a lot of love and a lot of compassion. Because at the end of the day, I want you to be successful. I want you to thrive. I want you to feel empowered and confident in your skin. But if you've spent a decade struggling, if you've spent the last five years yo-yo dieting, it's going to take some mental work and change to have a different approach. And unless you're in the right headspace to invest time and energy into finding solutions and realizing those solutions will take time, you're going to be exactly where you are today next year. Nothing will change unless you are willing to change. I was that person on that hamster wheel Every month, new diet, new cleanse, new low calorie meal plan to follow. And just feeling stuck, feeling like I can't eat this, I can't do that. What the heck am I supposed to do? And while I know we live in a world where there's so much free information out there, sometimes that can be more detrimental than helpful because we just get lost in the noise. Well, you know, Jill says that and Joe says this and they're very different answers. What the heck is the right one? I don't know. Why don't you pick the one that sounds reasonable for you and give it a try for a week? How's it going? Did it work? 
you got to put the work in guys. And while I know that's hard and it's especially hard to start, I want you to know that you can do it. I believe in you. I know you are capable. I absolutely know that with a little bit of work and a little bit of time, you can 100% accomplish what you're working towards. I realize the end of this podcast turned into like a, a tough love talk, but I do really appreciate you guys. And I, you know, I'd love to be able to save everyone from making the same mistakes I did. And so that's why I share a lot of the things I did. I don't, you know, I'm not over here on my soapbox preaching down to you thinking I know everything. No, I, I really struggled for so long and getting to the place where I am has been a labor of love and tears and sweat and maybe some blood in there somewhere. But once I'm here, I'm still working to stay here and I'm working to move forward. But the thing is, I'm, I'm working on it. And it does take that time and energy, but you are absolutely worth that. And I know that's something I, I say a lot, you are worthy and you are worth it, but I really do mean it. So put the time and energy in, it will pay off. And thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, if you want to join my 90 day challenge, you still can just head to my Instagram at justget.fit and you can click the link in my bio or you know, slide into my DMs, ask me a question. I'm more than happy to help you in any way I can or direct you to something that'll maybe give you uh, some good ideas. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you were enjoying my podcast and you find it helpful, take a second, leave me a five-star review, leave me a comment. I so appreciate your support. It means the world to me. All right. Thanks fam.